Welcome to Super Talk, the podcast that scratches your superhero itch. Just two suburban dads nerding out over superhero stuff on the small screen and the big. Buckle up, people. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to Super Talk, the weekly podcast dedicated to news and reviews of comic book media on the big and small screen. This is episode number 98. I'm your host, Brian Professor Pettis, and with me, as always, my illustrious co-host, Titanium Tony Estrella. He survived the debauchery in Key West. He's back. Yeah. Yeah. What a blast. It was like being on Fantasy Island. Uh, we even had our own tattoo. So it was amazing. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. You had your own tattoo. Yeah. One That's of my fraternity fantastic. brothers put, he's like 4'2". Yeah. Um, Vietnamese. Vertically challenged. Yeah. Great guy. Love him to death. Yeah. Very fun. Hard charger. One leg. Just couldn't drink anybody under the table, but. Well, you got to spend some quality time with our friends down at Studio G uh, over the weekend, right? Yeah. The goat put on a live show down there in one of the bars during some day I, drinking. I heard they didn't want him to go back. They were like, can you just stay and be like in-house he booked, entertainment? He booked two more. Yeah. He booked two more bars while he was there. <laughs> <laughs> Good for goat. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you got to see your boys. Uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, my, my son is in, and, and your son is in the midst of that right now, making lifelong friends in a, yeah. in a fraternity at college. And and you, you really do re- forget, you know, some of the close friendships you had back then until you kind of get to spend a couple of days with people you haven't seen in 20 years. And, and all of a sudden it's like, you know, you're back, you're back at college. You know, you're like yeah. you're back – in a 50-something-year-old body, right. which is tough. Right. So. Well, you're a little more seasoned now, right? Yeah. yeah you, maybe not as much stamina, but but you've got the... Uh... We gave it the old college try, and I know where that <laughs> phrase comes from now. There's no way you can go as hard as we did in college, but I'll be damned if some of us didn't try. But great group of guys, 28 fraternity brothers, all got together down in Key West, and it was special. And you have a special person to thank for Absolutely this. special. Yeah, Scott LaRosa, a buddy of mine, he, he kind of put the whole thing together. God bless him. We're blessed to know him. All of us are. And uh, it, w- it was really great to uh, to see and catch up with a lot of boys down there. So it was a lot of fun. Well, that's Love great. Key West. What a gem. I know. We, you and I got to spend some time there last year for a, another friend of ours. Had her uh, 50th Amy birthday. Amy Kelly. Amy yep. Kelly had her 50th birthday there. And we got to spend some quality time down there. It, it is one of those places that if you can't have fun in Key West, like what's wrong with you? Yeah, something's wrong with you. Yeah, like really. Curmudgeon. You're, you're grumpy, you're a curmudgeon, you, you need to probably take some Xanax or an edible or something. And there's and just plenty chill. of it down there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, oh, yeah. There, there's no uh, lack of that stuff down there. Good times, though. Blast. Well, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you made it back. Hey, safely. episode 98 we're on. Ni- 98, uh, big big 100 episode coming up at Guapo's the day after Christmas, December 26th at 1 o'clock. Uh, come join us for a margarita. Come join us for some... Um, some chips and salsa, and uh, enjoy the episode. 100th episode. What a milestone for us. Hard to believe. Brother, I mean, congratulations. This has been an absolute blast. Two years of an absolute great fun time. And we've always said, Titanium, if if 
this wasn't fun or we stopped having fun doing it, we just stop. I mean, why keep doing it? But. I, people were asking me, it was like, is that your job? I said, no, but I wish it was. <laughs> I really do. Seriously. I, I, wish it, I wish I could do it full time because I'd really like to dedicate full time to this. It's an absolute hobby. It's cost us more money than we've made for sure. But it's so much fun and it's, it's, it, what, it, it centers me. You know what I'm saying? Right. It centers me. Well, it, it's, for me, it's, it's a way to really kind of recap the week with a good friend of mine who has the same interests as me and like like we've always said you and i'd be talking about this stuff anyway we would and we're just doing it on microphones and in front of a camera and sharing <laughs> it with everybody so uh yeah two two more for a hundredth so please join us on the yep. 26th of december day after christmas look it's a holiday you got nothing better to do come down to guapos and fair lakes 1 p.m Margarita's on titanium. We're, yep. we're going to have a good time down there. So please join us. And as a matter of fact, I've heard multitudes of people come up to me and say, I'm going to be there. So yeah. I, I can't It's going to be a crowd. Yeah. I, I, I'm i kind of nervous. I got to talk to Raul and make sure he's we okay. We might have to look at the uh, capacity uh, limits at, at Guapos and make sure we don't go over. <laughs> well, we, we might have to open up the outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then we were hoping for mild weather, right? Because <laughs> you know, people be freezing. But. It could be. All right, well let's uh, let's get going, uh, and we want to thank. Uh, also, want to thank the the listeners that bring the show to you, the patrons, Patreon.com. Those are the people who are helping you listen to this show. You know, it is the holiday season, and if you're in the giving mood, you can give directly to Super Talk. Become a patron. All you have to do is donate a dollar every time we come out with one of these silly episodes, and you're helping the show out directly. So, become a patron. Patreon.com/slash/SuperTalk is how you become a member. And we'd love you to spread some holiday cheer that way, for sure. All right, well, let's jump into the review section. Got a lot to talk about. A lot of cool announcements. A lot of cool stuff that happened this weekend or this past week. Uh, we do want to talk about uh, Titans Episode 5. I just got a chance to watch it last night for the first time. I, I was a little behind. But a um, little different. I, I'd like to get your opinion on this episode because I, I had a... A different experience than I think you did. So you tell yeah, me. Yeah, I, I, and I told you. I said it, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a good episode. Uh, very interesting. Obviously, they're they're moving towards Brother Blood and making him a, uh, the big bad in this. Uh, a couple of different. Did any twists. part of you think that he wasn't going to no. fulfill his destiny and become no. Brother Blood? No, no, no. They're going to save him and rescue him, and and this is just not going to happen. I knew at some point, but it was interesting to see how he sacrificed himself and said no. You know, don't hurt my friends. I'll go with you. And then once he got there and started realizing what they expect of him and what Brother Blood, the power that Brother Blood could could have, I think he started being like, all right, now I'm kind of getting into this. Now maybe I am supposed to fulfill this destiny. So I thought it was interesting. I thought the whole um, the, the whole um, Superboy arc Connor was, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, what I thought it was good. I, it wasn't my favorite that, episode, so but I Connor thought it was thing good. Kind of threw me a little bit. Um, so what happened in the you, episode? You know, he's like feeling his inner Luther, right? Right. That's what happened. Is, yeah. is after his little bout with the serpent, and you know Gar Garfield, you know, basically saving him by killing the serpent in his body. He woke up the next morning and he's like, you know, screw this, and he shaves his head. With his with his own uh, heat vision, yeah. which was in a mirror, he kind of like held a mirror up and shaved his own head, and then uh, it seemed like the Lex Luthor. So Connor Kent Superboy is a genetic uh, creation. He's a a splicing of the DNA of Superman, 
and Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. and he's always kind of been more Superman than Lex Luthor. Well, the seems like the Lex Luthor part of his personality came to the forefront this episode and yeah. kind of took over. Yeah. And it was really interesting, really interesting departure for the character. But in the same way, you kind of saw some of the parts of Lex Luthor that his are brilliance. valuable to C- yeah. Connor Kent. Right. Right. He He's a scientific, brilliant person. And he came up with this whole plot to, hey, you know, the, the only reason they can do this whole uh, ritual is blood because moon. of the blood moon. Yeah. Well, I'm going to retask all the satellites from Star Labs and have them shine sunlight on the moon. And therefore, it won't be a red moon anymore. And they can't do the ritual. Right. And they're like, that's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, I think we could make brilliant. that. Yeah, pretty, make that happen. Yeah. So uh, that was interesting. But he... He definitely became a little more crass, a little bit more um, rude, a little bit more dismissive. Oh, when he called out all the members of the Titans? Yeah. I was like, damn, that's bold. Well, and I think he's feeling a little bit vulnerable after what happened to him. You know, look, he got stabbed. He ended up becoming like the weak link in the team. And basically was the reason why Sebastian had, you know, got kidnapped in the first place. And he felt really guilty about it. He's like, this is never going to happen again. And oh, what? It did happen again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he thought he could solve this problem on his own. Um, but there was, you know, some of the things just didn't sit well with me. Like the team is coming up with a plot to bring Sebastian back and they're going to use teleportation. So all of a sudden teleportation is a thing. It's like, oh, well, uh, and Jinx was trying to explain, well, magicians have been doing it for a long time, but it's really a scientific method and you just kind of need to know where the, they're going to reconstitute. And if there was a computer that could figure it out, we could get them back into the room. And they're like, oh, this is a great idea. It just was like a little squirrely. Yeah. And then they found out that Connor got kidnapped, which was interesting. Uh, you know, how Superboy gets kidnapped and subdued. And I guess magic is Superman's weakness. It's also Connor's weakness, obviously. So we got a little bit of that. But the ending was just, again, I think a little anticlimactic. We kind of knew where this right. was going. Yeah. Right. I mean, we knew what was going to happen. Uh, the big surprise to me was Jinx getting stabbed. Stabbed. I don't think she's dead. No. I mean, she said, oh, no, not again. Right. So this has happened to her before. She's right. died before and had to come back be- before. Um, but the interesting thing was at the end of the episode, he drinks the, the vial of blood and lets out this enormous sonic scream that basically makes everybody disappear. Yeah, that was weird. Except for Mother Mayhem, of course. Right. She's still right. around. Yeah. But... Where did they go? What happened to him? You know, all this other stuff. And then he obviously goes into the pool of blood and is going to turn They break the stone that was holding Raven's power. And it seemingly she gets something back. She's still now this white. Instead, queen, of, instead dark, of her dark garb. She got her crystal back in her she head. She got her crystal back in her head, but she's still whited out. I mean, it's just weird. Very comic book accurate. Happened in the comics. She became a... Uh, so... Azeroth is is uh, it was a, um, a a society of of witches who kind of um, were were for the for for the good, and uh, her mother that's where she was from. She ended up getting caught up in the whole Trigon situation, but this whole group of witches that were part of the Azeroth were white, and right. that's kind of how this probably so again. Something that happened in the comic book, so we'll see where they're going. Kind of cool twist, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see. And Again, whole, I thought the whole it was thing good. With Garfield is weird. Like he's now being spoken to by like you know 
his ancestors or something are like come speaking to him and they were, they were saying Cherokee like, tribe or Ch- when, when Apache you see, tribe. When you see the tower break, run to the red. And I, I don't know what run this to all the, means. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. There's yeah, a lot of is. unknown. So we yeah. kind of, I think this was absolutely a setup episode to set up. We are going to get brother, brother blood. He is going to come back or he is going to be created. Obviously this yeah. is what's going to happen. The team is somewhere. Somebody or something is going to have to get them out from where they are. And Jinx is going to have to be resurrected. Right. A lot of things. And um, Tim Drake still only has a bow staff. <laughs> but he has a boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that that was great. Uh, again, we'll see what the next one's like. And uh, I, I, I am enjoying this season. I can't wait to watch it every week. So we'll, yeah. we'll kind of go, go with too. the next one. All right, let's jump into some news, some interesting items. So, uh, got a new trailer from Amazon Prime yesterday. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've uh, been working on a spinoff. Yep. For the for the boys called uh, Gen V. Yeah. And it is. I, I love what Amazon Prime's doing. It's it's fantastic. It is such like a ripoff of. A lot of Marvel, of course, like X Men. This reminds X-Men, me of the X Men, New Mutants. Yeah. you know the school yep. for gifted youngsters. Yes. You know the 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 Gen V basically is this. So we found out in last season of the boys that the uh, who was the woman who could blow up people's heads. I, I can't remember her the name. Senator now. Yeah, yeah. Senator, she's a senator now. Going to be part of the presidential campaign. Uh, she had lived in this facility uh, when she was younger. Um, and then that's when Stan Edgar kind of basically recruited her and ended up raising her as his own and all this other stuff. But that's where she was. So we're going to get into this school for gifted youngsters. These are our young individuals who've been given compound V and they're developing their powers. And it looks like or it sounds like they're basically being told to fight to the death and the, the survival of the fittest in this place. And if you can off one of your fellow classmates, all better for it. I, oh, How that's much interesting. Blood and gore was it was in, pretty bloody, yeah. In the trailer, I mean, at one point, a janitor is scooping up human parts and stuff yeah. within a pool of blood and putting it into a. The bucket. one girl had like her her dreads went off and like grabbed somebody from the back back of the Bizarre. head, just like split their head apart. And everything. I, it's going to be this. This show is going to be very interesting. Um, I like the whole like uh, academy, like school academy type vibe to this. A lot of younger, unknown actors are in this. Um, but there were some cameos from some of the boys' actors yes. and actresses as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, A-Train was a cameo in this. I, we saw him for, for a few seconds. Um, and a lot of the people um, that, that worked for Vault, 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 right? yeah. uh, were in this as well. So it'll be interesting. I, I I mean, give me more boys. Give me more spinoffs. It's, well, look. This is this is just, for me, home, this It's a home run. It's a home run. This is just as good as the Spider-Verse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a home run. I mean, The Boys has been a home run on Amazon Prime. Everybody's like loved it. And why not do a spinoff? Because it's just more properties for them to yeah. now promote. And yeah. you know what? It's probably going to be until next July, August, until the next season of The Boys. So why not drop something on us? We don't have a date for this yet, but we do know 2023. 2023, yeah. So I, my, my gut tells me this is going to be like a late winter, early spring thing, maybe a February, March timeframe. We're going to get this and then the boys will drop sometime in the summer. Cool. So it'll be, it'll be great. Yeah. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. We'll I, cover the shit out of it. Too. Oh, for sure. It, yeah. it, I mean, look, this is more, the more comic book media that's given to us, the more we have to review. Absolutely. So we're going to love it. Um, so boy, lots of rumors floating around the internet about this one. 
So you and I had talked about this probably three, four weeks ago. We knew that uh, actor Jackson Harper was rumored to be in an undisclosed role in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And we yeah. were kind of talking about what the role could be. And, and, you know, we knew who the actor was. And we we're like, well, where, where could this person, who could this person be playing? Well, he's now officially been announced as part of the cast. He's on yeah. all the posters, on the promotional material. Yeah. His name is there, but they still haven't released what role he's playing. And there are so many rumors out there now that he may be playing Quasar. We may be seeing the new Quasar in the MCU coming in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Lots of cool... And, and look, there's no confirmation of this. This is all... Rumor, conjecture. It's people just thinking this is what could happen or, or right. you know might happen. Um, you and I surmised earlier that we felt, based on how young this actor was... And a potential role they could be playing would be a young Kang, Kang the Conqueror correct. or a young Nathaniel Richards be- right. before he became Kang the Conqueror. We talked I, about that, yes. I still think there's a high probability that he's playing. I do too. Playing. I agree with you. Um, but the fact that Quasar could be introduced in the MCU is now thrown everybody and, and into leading a, a rebellion against Kang. As uh, Quasar. As Quasar. Is, is, it's believable and it's doable. Um but yeah, it's exciting. I love these little rumors and things. And look, there's a lot of, and again, this is just fan theory out there. So we'll just tell it what it is. There's a lot of fan theory that there's a tie between the Ten Rings of Shang Chi and the Quantum Realm and Kang, and that you remember when at the end of uh, Shang Chi, when uh, Wong was uh, or looking at the rings, and there's there's like there's something in there that's giving off a little bit of a, a signal. Beacon. Be- it's a, it's beacon. a beacon. Yeah, there's a lot of think thinking out there that it was Kang that's trying to find these ten rings because those ten rings are his, or they came from the quantum realm. Yeah, there's also rumor that maybe the bangle that Ms. Marvel wore was actually a quantum band that Quasar wears, and he has one, and the reason why he's stuck in the quantum realm is because he's trying to find the other one, which just happens to be with Ms. Marvel. So there's a lot. And again, this is all fan theory and just you know people. And we've seen what happens with this stuff before. People are trying to make it at, to be something more than it is. But let's just wait and see. This yeah. movie will be here before we know it. February, yeah. it'll be great. So, yeah, we can't wait. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one, when you sent it to me, I, I, I can't tell you how excited I am for this. So we talked about this a couple weeks ago as well. DC is moving forward with the Blue Beetle project. And originally we thought that this was potentially going to be a series on HBO Max. It is now confirmed for the theaters. It says in theaters only that they've released a movie poster. Blue Beetle in theaters only 2023. So this is coming to the theaters next year. Yeah. James Gunn actually uh, put it on his social media account. So we have a date for this yet. Uh, 2023 August, I want to say, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't wait. Oh, the costume looks the, the, the pictures we've gotten of the costume from the set are comic book accurate as shit. And they're awesome. And And you know, there's some CGI going to be added to what we've already seen. Unbelievable. It's going to be sick. I mean, the poster itself got me fired up. Like it was so stylized and so cool that beetle with like integrated with this technology. It almost looks like a, like a motherboard, you know, the beetle almost looked like a mother. It was so cool. And there's this Brazilian actress that's, that's attached to this project. Is she a smoke show? 
She's more than a smoke show. <laughs> she is absolute. It's like she's she's straight out of a fantasy or something. It's it's unbelievable. I want to say her her name is Bruna Marquez or something. She's a she's a Brazilian actress. Um, the the Brazilian soccer player. She's been attached to him. Neymar. N- Neymar. 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 I get them mixed up. Um, Neymar, Neymar, yes. Uh, she dated him for a little bit, but you got to look her up. She is a smoke show. I mean, this girl is crazy good looking. So, uh, I love you, honey. My wife is out there. <laughs> but well, I can't wait for this. I mean, again, Blue Beetle is a great character, great backstory, great set of powers. I think they have a lot to explore here. Uh, probably going to do an origin story. But love an origin story from this. I, that would be right. because I think this is a character because he's a B list, C list character. You kind of have to do a little bit of an origin story to introduce who is this character? Yeah. How does the scare become part of him? What are his powers? I, right. mean, I think that's great, but it's just such a rich and deep character and, and just very cool. Um, Huge and how, cast of Latin and Latina actors, which is um, one of the reasons why I think they did this character. Uh, huge! Right? I yeah. think it's great. I, I think it's going to be great. I and can't just wait the, for the the conflict he's always having with the Scarab. Yeah, very similar to what Cyborg's been going through uh-huh. with the Mother Box that he was integrated with. You know, of like the Scarab's always out to defend him, but he doesn't need to be defended all the time. Stop it! I don't want to shoot my friends. Right. You know, it's it's always really cool. So I, I can't wait for this. It, it'll be. I'm looking forward to this movie very much. And, I, and I, hopefully we'll get a trailer sometime in the next few months. So Now, it's funny because, you know, uh, Black Adam was supposed to save DC and come in and swoop in and be this all, all, all over, fantastic, brilliant film. And wouldn't it be funny if this was? Ended up being... Wouldn't yeah. this be... Wouldn't this be... Wouldn't it be unbelievable if this was more popular and did better than Black Adam did? I, I'm hoping it does. Do we... Do I can't remember. Do we have a new date for Aquaman yet? I can't remember. Next December? Is it, it that pushed, far away? A I think full it, year? they pushed it back a whole year. Right. I know they're doing massive reshoots. Massive reshoots. So we got... So Shazam, Fury of the Gods, is now coming out early in the year. Yeah. Right? They pushed that from... That was supposed to be coming out around Christmas time. They pushed it to early in the year. And Aquaman was supposed to come out in the same date that they got pushed to, and that they, that got pushed back a lot, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's going to come out after this. I think so. Okay. All right. I, I wasn't sure. I can't remember even if we had any confirmation of that. I, and again, James Gunn's in charge. He's going to get things straight. I, I totally trust what he's doing. He'll he'll figure it all out. Not only get things straight, but he has a great storytelling mind. And I think that's the best. We've always said this. You know, that was the downfall of, of Black Adam. The, the story was weak. They, they based their story around The Rock and tried to make him more of a hero and likable character. And Black Adam is not likable. They, they should have done what they did with Namor, Namor, Namor in, in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and make him a true anti-hero, uh, uh, somewhat of a very complex villain. And they didn't do that. And I think that was the story was very weak on that. And um, even though I liked the fight scenes, the action scene was amazing. I really liked the Justice Society. I thought that was great. Dr. Faith, brilliant. Uh, but the story was weak. And, and that was my biggest problem with that movie. So I'm hoping that moving forward, James Gunn interjects things that are like, hey, no, that's not a good story. That is panhandling to the pocketbook. 
The, the, you're basically turning this movie into a giant ATM machine trying to get money, right. and it's not going to work that way. We're going to go for story and quality. Speaking of that, your next, uh, your next yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, so there's been a lot of rumor and conjecture uh, out there as well around, you know, since Bob Iger's taken back over at Disney. Uh, there may be a little bit of a shakeup in the Marvel Phase 5 and Phase 6 schedule. Uh, a couple of things, draw, you know, kind of leading to this. Number one, I think uh, Kevin Feige came out and really t- kind of was very honest about his thoughts of how Phase 4 went. And he wasn't very happy with it. I don't think he happy with the results, uh, box office results for some of the movies that came out during Phase 4. Um, but also, you know, I think there's this thought process out there that maybe they oversaturated the market. Maybe they're, you know, they released a lot of movies in a very, you know, short period of time, you know, over five years, they released a ton of movies Yeah. and now they're saturating it with Disney plus programming as well. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're oversaturating and people aren't as excited anymore. My feeling is you can give us as many projects as you want. Just make them good. Yeah, I think they got away from the formula which made them successful. Great actors and actresses, great stories, great special effects. And I think one thing has been missing in almost every movie that's come out in all of Phase 4. I think there's been something missing of all of those. We didn't get that before. Right. Like Endgame prior, you had most of those were part of the concept. Yeah. And then since it's been eh, a little squirrely. Well, a couple of problems that I have, and I agree with you, professor, um, getting away from the stories that have been decades, generations have followed these comic book stories and, and fallen in love with these stories and have followed them since they were children and, and their children's children are reading these comic books now. And these stories are, are time tested and proven to get so far away from the comic books and, and trying to change these stories, uh, either to modernize them or to fit some agenda or, or whatever it may be, uh, I think that's a big issue and I think that's a problem. And, and from what I hear, I hear they might pull back and do two or three movies instead of four a year uh, to get more quality instead of quantity. I also hear that they're also cutting a lot of Disney Plus stuff. They're going to go for more of a special presentation format instead of the six, seven, 12 episodes. Now, I haven't heard anything about Daredevil. Um, that I don't think has changed, but I would not be surprised if they shortened those. If instead of 18 episodes, they moved it to 12. I'm just saying. We've ar- I mean, we've already heard that that's what they're doing with Echo. I mean, yeah. I think Echo was originally going to be a six to eight you know, episode series. We hear they're shortening it to like four or five. Yeah. Which it makes, makes sense, sense. Right. But they well, have, a- I, I, if it even, if it doesn't get cut, if it, if it even makes it really? to the screen. Yeah. Cause well, that's been in the can for a while. So it, for it's them, absolutely already in the can, but that that's in jeopardy. Um, very similar to what they did with secret wars. They were like, all right, this can't be an episode. This can't be like six or nine episodes. They moved it to a feature film. You mean that Armor Wars? Armor Wars. That is in jeopardy. They're thinking about cutting yeah. that completely really? now. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about all the, the projects they announced uh, the Nova project, uh, the the um, Agatha House of Harkness. Yes. So there's all these projects that they have in Wonder Man. There's, they have them already announced. And yet we still don't know much about them. Are they going to be series? Are they going to be special presentations? Are they going to be 
feature films, right? So we talked about Armor Wars was originally going to be a Disney Plus project. Well, now they said they're going to put it on the big screen. Now they're saying, well, we might cut it all together. We might cut it all together. Yep. Yeah, so a lot of changes. And we know one of the big changes we're anticipating. So we know we're getting three movies already in 2023. That's already happening. We've got uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, followed by Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which we'll talk about here shortly, followed by the Marvels in the summer. And then we have nothing on the schedule until the next spring. Uh, And there's a huge gap. So we're going from July to May before we get the next Marvel project. And the more and more I ponder this and think about it, I think that's a good thing. It might not, again, I'd rather them focus on quality than quantity for sure. Yeah. The, but the other thing that's driving some of this now too is we hear, and again, uh, so one of the big announcements from the past week was, so uh, Sony was supposed to be at DXXP, which it pulled was, out. Yeah. Uh, you sent me that over the weekend. I was shocked. Or CS, CXXP, which is the Brazilian Comic Con. Uh, that's where we got a lot of what we're talking about this week was at CXXP. Sony was supposed to be there, and they made some big promises. They said, we're going to be there. We've got some big announcements. We've got some super surprises to bring the audience. And then they pulled out like two weeks earlier, and people were like, what the heck's going on? Again, one of the things we're hearing now is that Spider-Man 4 is going to be announced shortly. Uh, We talked about the new Tom Holland contract, and we know that they're making Spider-Man 4. We hear the date is going to be announced shortly, and the date they're throwing out is a July 2024 date, which is the date that Thunderbolts is supposed to drop in the theaters. So now we're hearing that everything on the schedule for Marvel is going to be pushed back another date to make room for Spider-Man 4. Interesting. So that wouldn't disappoint me necessarily because at least we're getting something in that date. We're getting a Spider-Man movie and hopefully a great one. Um but that's going to push that Marvel schedule back a little further. We know the already know about the big delays for Blade. We already know about some of the other delays for Deadpool and some other projects they're working on. So, look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some changes are afoot. And I just don't want to go with these massive gaps of no content, right? Yeah. I think, to your point, they need to focus on quality, not quantity. I get it. But jealously, you know, of course, from a podcast perspective, if we go from July next year until May the following year with no Marvel movies to talk about, that's going to be a big dry spell yeah. for for big projects. I still think we'll have plenty of content with the boys, uh, a, a lot of other things, Disney Plus, those series coming out, um, as well as what DC has. I think James Gunn's going to lay out quite quite a schedule uh, for DC. They got to keep that train moving because yeah. people are going to start losing interest if yeah. they don't. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We already know about the big delays for Aquaman. We know about the big delays Flash. for the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. There's huge delays across the board for them. And again, I think they they needed to hit the reset button in a lot of ways, and hopefully they are. And we'll yeah. figure that one out. Too. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to our topic of the week. And uh, it's brought to us by our friends that just spent a drunken weekend with Titanium and Key West. Uh, Studio GG Studios, home of the main band Corn on the Cob. Yes, sir. Uh, Goat, we hope you made it back to South Carolina, uh, uh, we'll say safely. Um, I know not in one piece because that's impossible. But uh, we we got some video of you uh, uh, singing down there. So um, it's already on the Internet. Uh, It's posted to some page somewhere, I'm sure. He jumped in... uh... Uh, the GOAT, uh, lead singer of Corn on the Cob, jumped in uh, with a band down there at Captain Tony's in, uh, in Key West and, and laid out a couple of good tunes. Uh, people loved it. Uh, I think the tip jar has never been fuller for that guy. So <laughs> That's great. Yeah. All right, GOAT. 
Uh, well, let's get into the top of the week, and that's um, our review of a special trailer we just got this past week from CXXP. The new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 dropped uh, this past week. Uh, I know Titan was about six hours behind uh, the trailer dropping, but eventually he did, uh, probably with one eye open, get to watch it, and he probably had to watch it a couple of times. I watched times. it a couple of times, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I had to watch it a couple of times. But let's let's talk about the 1,000-pound gorilla in the room, shall we? Go ahead. Who's going to die? Yeah, I think this. Um, there's definitely a very dark... I think there's misdirection in the trailer. Absolutely misdirection as far as I'm concerned. Titanium's prediction, but I want to hear what the professor has to say. Well, let's let's talk about the trailer itself first. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, you know, one of the things that James Gunn is brilliant at uh, is underlining all of his films with music and a theme to them like a musical theme to them we got a lot of yeah. iconic 70s yeah yeah late 70s early 80s music from uh-huh. his first two movies uh, and they start this trailer off with a gr- i mean a song that i remember very fondly in the meantime by by uh, space hog mm-hmm. which is just a great the, song it's a 90s song it's a 90s song so maybe they're moving forward in some of the the yeah. music genre here more of a 90s theme to the music. But I mean, great, great soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, great song to, to back this trailer. I thought that was just awesome Yandu choice. did give him a Zoom with 3,000 songs That's on right. It, so. so, well, you know, he did spend some time on Earth as well. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like he's, uh, you know, a stranger to the planet. Right. You know, he was there for the end game battle, right? So we know he's been there. Um, but that being said, some of the things that they show in this trailer – we anticipated seeing. We know the high evolutionary was going to be part of this. He showed. You know, we we saw him at Comic Con. We know that this is going to be part of the, the the theme there. We do get some confirmation that Rocket Raccoon get a the, little origin story. The of backstory Rocket. to Rocket is yep. going to be tied to the high evolutionary. We saw Rocket as an actual raccoon, and then we see you know kind of superimposed onto his current face. So we know that you know that's where he came from. Yeah. Looks like he has a girlfriend that happens to be a ferret or something, you know, and that was oh, kind of interesting. Oh, no, that's an otter. An otter. Yeah, yeah she's an otter. Layla, that's from the comics. Yeah. His so, soulmate from the comics, right? So uh, we get to see Layla, yeah. which is great. Um, they We see the Guardians show up uh, landing in what we s- seems to be like a small kind of quiet town. Yeah, like a and neighborhood. It looks like they're flying into New York City, but if you look at the, the, the city itself when they're flying in, it's not New York City. And, and that's not the Statue of Liberty. Right. Right. So we know that it, this is someplace that's been made to look like New York City. Yeah. So they land in this city. What's it and, called? Other Earth? Uh, uh, other World? Um, other World or... or other yeah, World or something some, yeah, like that. Yeah. So, uh, but but the High Evolutionary is known for experimenting on animals, and he, and he creates his own uh, animal, we'll say... Genetic enhanced animals or, or evolved. He evolved animals to become sentient and they're called the new men. So they land in this little town and they're all you can tell they're all based on animals and yeah. they've, they've been evolved into kind of humanoid form. Yeah. Um, and that's a hilarious scene, by the way. Just the interaction yeah. between uh, the Guardians and them was is awesome. So we know that that the new men are going to be part of this. We know the high evolutionary is going to be part of this. There are a ton of scenes of the Guardians getting beat down and whipped and, you know, yeah. just... Crushed. We got a shot for the first time of Adam <coughs> Warlock, we did. which was really cool, beating um, Nebula. Well, I think that that was a little bit of Misleading. a misdirect because you see him kind of fly down and throw a punch, and then they show her getting punched, and I don't think it was necessarily by oh, him. okay. 
So again, I think that this is some of the misdirection, misdirection from the yeah. trailer. If you, because if you watch the trailer, you would think he the, was the one with, that hit her. W- w- he was the one that hit her. And when Rocket's giving his speech, like we'll ride again off to the sunset in in our ship or whatever, it looks like he's dying. But if you look closely, that's like a younger raccoon that's talking. So I think it's when he's being made over and he's talking to Layla, uh, something to that effect. Uh, I I don't think it's it it's. Uh, him. I have a hard time believing this. I mean, we, we've been told this is the last movie with this version of the Guardians. And we of the know Galaxy. people are going to die. Multiple Guardians are going to pass. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that we're going to see a transition of the team and a, a new evolution of the team. Uh, here's who I think is safe. Okay. I think Root is safe. Agree. I think Root's not going anywhere. Agree. I think um, Peter Quill, Namora. Um, we know why Namora is probably leaving. She's got like Gamora, G- Gamora. Yeah, uh, she's got uh, like eight Avatar other movies, yeah. Avatar movies to make over yeah. the next couple of years. Um, so I think Gamora is gone. I think uh, I think Peter Quill is safe. I think he's safe, but I don't think he stays with the team. I, I think agree. He leaves. I think he does too. Um, I think he loses so much. That he leaves the team. Nebula, I don't know. She's 50-50 on my book. I think um, Mantis stays. Mantis stays. I think Drax may be done. Drax is absolutely done. Yeah. yeah I think I think it's Drax, Gamora, uh, Rocket, maybe, um, and I think Nebula. So I, I think those definitely. Because there's one scene when he's... He's absolutely losing it, and he's like, no. Like, you could see he's at a table. It looks like he's being experimented on or something. Well, I think Star-Lord is expressing, and and then cut to Mantis. She's crying, too. And Star-Lord's seeing one of his loved ones die, and I think that's Gamora. I think Gamora's gone. I think Drax is absolutely gone because Dave Bautista has said that it's been a great run, but I'm moving on. I'm doing other things, blah, 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 which tells me to believe that he's he's being killed out. Uh, I think a few of them go. And I think to pull the heartstrings, I think Rocket will go as well. Yeah. I think they'll pull Rocket uh, just to pull the heartstrings because that would be a lot of people love that character. It'd be like killing Groot, which they're not going to do again because I already did it. Right. So um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, but That's I, my I, philosophy. I mean, I, it was a great trailer. Really um, good. You know, the special effects look fantastic. You know, the team back together again is great. We see a lot of scenes with uh, Gamora and the team together. We see her by herself in a Ravager's uniform. So I yeah. believe she's now in charge of the Ravagers. She's taking over for Yondu yeah. now running the Ravagers. Uh, but we also see her with the team in some prison outfits or prison garb or something. So some like red outfits, yeah, at the high revolutionary at his fortress or something. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with all that. But I think it'll be. I think it's a quite obvious. You know, Gamora finally realizes she does love Star Lord, even though it's a, the new Gamora who's the old Gamora. But you know, she fi- and they finally give it, and then she ends up dying. And and yeah. yeah I, it's going to be a tragic film. I think it's going to be very good. I'm really looking forward to this. You know, James Gunn just has this formula with yeah. his team. I mean, he knows how to how to put the right people together. I mean, we talked about this last week. We reviewed the holiday special. It was just 
he knows how to get the most out of these actors' personalities. Yeah, I he agree. just does. Yeah, and the story that he tells is compelling and and emotional, and it makes sense, you know. And it it's it it follows that comic book kind of pattern and tempo. And so I, the and big, really big like questions that. are: Where does Adam Warlock come from? How does he get there? How does he become involved? Right. You know, was this um, was he being sent there by the? Um, What's the team of the gold people that was in uh, Guardians 2? Um, I'll, I'll think of it here in yeah. a second. But is he sent there from them? Well, they, he was built to destroy them. So right. I'm sure that's what it is. He's on a mission to kill the Guardians. Right. But I think he becomes the new leader of the Guardians. Don't, I think don't so. we all think that? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't have the Mind Stone, but he has some kind of gem in his... Uh, some stone his, of some sort. Some in his, kind of power forehead. stone or something. Well, he had the soul gem in the con- soul, comics. Soul, right, right. The soul gem. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I think they've said that he doesn't have the soul gem anymore. It but, would be kind of impossible, the soul yeah, gem. Yeah, since gone. Uh, Thanos atomized them, yeah. right? Yeah. So, great trailer. I really enjoyed it. I, you know, love this team. Love these actors. I think they... I, other than the real brief moments they had in Thor: Love and Thunder, which were I think were just kind of like story filler, yeah, um, they've been great in everything they've done. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good movie. I'm looking yeah. forward to it too. Well, great, thank you, Professor. Great show. Nice breakdown. Uh, school's over. All right, well, let's ring the bell. It's that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week for more Super Talk. Until then, uh, you can get in touch with us on social media. Hit us up via email, supertalkpodcast at outlook.com or at supertalkpod. Until then, stay super, everyone.